Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Hello all, it's Sunday Q&A time again. So, <clears throat> right, thanks very much for all the comments during the week, as always. Um, I'm going to do a separate video on the responses to the questions on the CX. I kind of feel it needs like um, its own standalone type thing, really, to be honest with you. Because I think it's something that people might refer back to. Like I say, I'd, I have got no affiliation with them. Um, they hopefully will watch the video, and hopefully, if we do the, the responses as well, they might take on board some of it, and they might change. Everyone's a winner. You know, th th their system will work better. It will work better for us. That's all I've really wanted, to be honest with you. I just wanted it to work like, you know. So, But in the meantime, we'll focus on what we did do. So, firstly, um, as an intro, uh, Van on the Run says, thanks again, Pete. Much appreciated. Um, he answered a question which um, I've been very vague about, which is kind of when you back a lorry onto a bay, is that other work... Or is it break? And I spoke to my transport manager about it, and he, he said it's a very grey area. Well, Van on the Run says, and by the way, he's got his own channel out there. He's much more the this is life on the road, whereas I'm much more what do I do in this situation. So please check him out, Van on the Run. Type it into Google. If I can, I'll do a link. I'm not sure how many links I'm allowed, but I'll do a little link. Um, but he says, he says, <laughs> I think this is bang on as well. He says there are generally two options. Owner drivers say it's break. PAYE agency drivers say if they don't get paid for breaks, it's work. And that's the long and short of it. So if you're actually, I know that some firms out there don't pay for drivers' breaks. But if you don't, if you don't, if you don't get paid for break and you drive the lorry somewhere and then you're on, on a bay for four hours, you're not going to put that as break because you're not going to get paid for four hours' work. From our point of view as shippers, we want our drivers, if possible, to say it's break because it means that they've got, once they come out of sight, they've cleared all their driving time. They, they don't have to go, well, I've finished that job. Now I've got to take a break for three quarters an hour before I can get uh, my next job because time is money in this game. If the question is, can you justify it? And I still maintain, if I'm sitting in the passenger seat watching Netflix on my phone, I'm on break. The other thing you can do is you can actually leave the vehicle. You can actually go, if they've got a driver's lounge, or you can go, right, here are my keys. Um, I'm going to take my flask, and I'm going to go and sit on them pallets for like three quarters an hour and read a book. So, but how you go about it, it's, it's that grey area. Um, and the main name guy says he might be in recession in a few weeks. He's gone into why, you know, looking on the... Um, uh, the YouTube and stuff like that. He says, so you might want to ask your accounts to settle within 30 days or, you know, kind of, 
you know, soonish. That's one thing. He also said he's seen the ideal van. He says it's £75,000, uh, Merck Sprinter camper van with bed, cooker, fridge, freezer, shower, toilet in UPS brown. Um, you just need to have a taco fitted so you could tow a trailer where the three pallets would go. Yeah, I've kind of got a van, <laughs> the ideal van. Hasn't got all of that, but it has got a fold-down bed and it's got plenty of room for pallets. Anyway... Um, on to the videos. Uh, right now, um, I did one on the phone a little while ago, and that's just basically me trying to justify messing around, I've got the new phone. And then when I did the video with Steve, I messed around with a new phone. Um, Van on a run says, he says, I really rate Samsung phones, Samsung phones, but they come at a premium. Um, if you shop around, there's a lot of good phones available off Amazon. Uh, they offer very high specs for a low price. These brands of phones are not available from the phone networks in the UK, but are sold by the million stroke billions in China and India. He's got a Doogie S70, which cost 240 quid off eBay a few years ago. Um, it's, a, it's sort of it's a rugged phone. It's waterproof, tough and screen, big battery. It works great. It's, my next one will probably be a Doogie with 5G compatibility. Um, and Steve Campbell says, he says, I'm sure there are many cheaper phones out here which switch between cameras. My current phone, my current phone is a Samsung A21 um, S, £120, and Motorola does one for 60 quid. It's one of those things. I bought the new phone. It's a bit of a luxury. But the truth of that is, I don't spend money on anything. I sit here, and boxes come through that door of soap and candles and and sort of liquid hand soap, and, you know, I've spent my life in these T-shirts, anyone want to guess today? Uh, these T-shirts, jeans, and boots, and the fleece. And in winter, it's the big coat. That's it. And I don't, all I ever really use is my truck, my phone, and my boots. So it was a bit of a luxury. I did kind of push the boat out a little bit on it. I do feel a little bit guilty, but I kind of, it's that utility thing. I use it all day long. Daniel Daniel Grumber, um, a superhero transport manager, he said, I can't see the point of it. He's a bit like um, uh, Van Lerone. He says, there are loads of phones out there that do the job perfectly well that are a fraction of the cost of why you're messing around. <sighs> Some people never learn, eh, do they? So, right, I also did one on three reasons uh, why the um, CX actually does triumph over in customers. And... I, st we all, I think we're all of the belief end users are the way forward. But it was a conversation I had with my mate Franz, a South African, uh, Van on the Run again. He says, um, good video, Pete. He says, I think it's good to mention the downsides of having your own customers, as most people think it's all positive. Yeah, I do have a tendency. I know that. It's nothing intentional. I do have a tendency to come across everything shiny. Um, the biggest downside I can see to having my own customers is that I would lose the freedom of my independence. As they call me any time needing, needing a job doing, I feel obliged to get it covered in order to keep their business. I like being able to log in and work um, when I like one job at a time. It allows me freedom and independence. Also, if selling jobs on the CX for an end user and the customers don't pay or they pay late, it could cause financial stress. This is true. Um, not just for end users, though. Because I've got end users that will ring me and go, um, oh, I've got a job going out tomorrow. I, I might be, let's say I've got a job on Wednesday morning. It's Monday. I've now rejigged re the way I think about things. But I think it's, it's had something to do with this LEZ stuff. And um, what I do now is, um, whereas before I would say, say for, say, for example, you got Milton Keynes to Northampton. 
on a Monday, then I would be looking for a job from Northampton going south. It might, if you're lucky, it would go to Dunstable, it might go to Milton Keynes, it might go to Watford, it might go to um, Basingstoke, but it's kind of south, then I could get home. I've changed now. Um, I'm getting used to the travel lodge thing. The travel lodge thing's actually all right, 35 quid for a night, you know, it's fine, you know. So now I would take, say, if I got Milton Keynes to North Nottingham, then I would look on a Monday, Nottingham going anywhere. But it's got to be the right money. So if it was Nottingham going to Manchester or Leeds or Portsmouth or Torquay, I'd do it for the right money because I know I'm going to stay at a hotel. And I'm, going to, I'm prepared to do that all week now. But it's got to be the right money. Soon, I don't think it's going to work all week because sooner or later it will just bring itself back. Obviously on a Friday I want to get home because um, I want to spend my weekends at home with the family and also there's no jobs on the weekend. But... Um, yeah, I have kind of, like I say, I've, I've changed the way I've done about that. Um, but then if an end user rings you up and they kind of say, I've got a machine that's shifting on Wednesday morning, you feel obliged to say yes. And they don't always pay that much more money. So it's something I'm going to have to look at. I might have to turn around <clears throat> and say to a few of them, yes, you can book me, you can book me ahead of time, but... Maybe because I've got a lot of my end users. I mean, one of them was a guy that I met via the CX, who's not even on the CX anymore. Um, and some of them are just mates. And because, you, because you, you know, you've, you've got to know them, you feel obliged to say yes. So the obligation to say yes, I, say, I, I take that totally on board. He also goes, goes on to say, because I did, you know, th there is this thought of, I, I do make it look a bit shiny. He said, I don't think you're misleading anyone. He says, you're just a kind of glass half full kind of guy. I am. Um, he said, that said, I've heard you say several times that you've had a poor or shocking day, so it's not all positivity. If I have a bad day, I tell you I have a bad day. I'm lucky. I don't get that many bad days. Um, if I could give a mild criticism, it would be that I've heard you give the advice, hold your nose and jump with regards to setting up. I don't feel this is good advice. While there's always a leap of faith for everyone, you should do your research thoroughly possible first, you know, setting up a business plan, doesn't have to be a fancy document, it's just some calculations on what you think you're going to do. Um, and this is very good advice. Now, um, the thing I'll say about the hold your nose and jump thing is um, I've had lots of... It's that. If you're asking the questions, what's going on, that's very wise. Business plan, look into it. If you're still asking those questions six months later, it's almost like, are you, are you really serious about doing this or do you just want to keep asking questions about doing it because it makes you feel better but um you're dead right you did i mean you, you there's some degree of looking into it certainly should be done well let's be and try to be realistic and that's where you want to look at other people's videos i mean look at my videos look at van on the run i know big beard he does very well check out anything type in courier exchange look at everybody be skeptical do your research try and get an idea of area that kind of thing you know don't just listen to me don't, don't listen to me. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, as Goodwin's UK says, he says, you seem like a decent bloke, really. Thank you very much. <laughs> he says, I don't agree with you all the time. I, I, he said, I don't agree with you being up CX all the time because of the saturation of drivers as a result. Yeah, I know. It wasn't, I didn't plan to do it that way. It just kind of happened. Um, but the CX are also responsible for simply taking everyone's 16-digit number um, under the pretense of a dream that maybe isn't there. Um to counter the negative, I applaud you for being honest um, about the wrongs you did with the green lorry vans. Don't know what that was, and applaud you for um, doing so well. So I'm getting, I'm getting there. I ain't there, but I'm getting there. Um, also, to counter the first paragraph, I've seen you mellow a bit with being up with CX and possibly 
Anyway, like I say, I never, I, it, all I do <laughs> is make videos about what happened to me. And then, you know, kind of, if questions ping up that I can help people with, I do. I think anyone who's been watching the channel for a little while, at first, I think people at first kind of think, oh, what's going on? As I said before, my business partner said, I didn't believe that you weren't anything part of them because, you know. But um, I think once you've been watching for a little while, you kind of go, hmm. But you make your own mind up. Like I said before, do your research. Be sceptical. Don't just watch me. Watch other people. Watch Van on a run. Watch me barely. They will show you what it's like out there. They will give you an alternative point of view. I, I just want you guys to be happy. I know it sounds sad, but I just want you all to be happy. Um, does that sound sad? I don't know. Uh, yeah, so on the three reasons. Um, 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 Arpad, hello mate, how you doing? He says, fair point, the CX is, you know, having your own end-user customers is good and bad. We have got our own end-user customers. They're brilliant because they pay. If you have an end-user customer you've done a load of work for and you're chasing them for money, not a great customer. That's a nonce. But you just, I suppose it's not just a matter of getting your end-user customer, it's also a matter of getting the right end-user customer. Um, and whatever 9000 says, let's be real, gentlemen, CX is great at the beginning. After a year or so, you should already have had two or three private customers. It's difficult to get private customers if you're running on the CX because you can't, you know, you can't get customers off the CX because that's poaching. So it's stuff that you have to do on the side. But, yes, they're dead right. End user customers, the way forward. Uh, right, I also did, the question was asked me, if I started again, would I start in a loot and I want to start in a truck? And I thought about this, and I thought what I would have done is I still would have started in a Luton, but I would have jumped into a truck much quicker. I always prefer trucks. I've driven trucks before I was even a courier when I was on the market. I drove trucks. But I think starting in a Luton helped me. Maybe three months, six months then I would have looked into Loris. And also, if you are going to start, and I'm going to do one, it's Ian Merrick through this one out, Ian with two eyes. Um, if you're going to start, keep your overheads low. So and if you're going to start, if you think, well, I'm going to start, I see it, it's going to buy a truck, you're not keeping your overheads low. But if you, if you start and it works for you and you're happy, then you can escalate it quickly. But I'd always say with anything that you're not sure about, keep your overheads as low as you possibly can. Um, Dave Cossey says, sound advice. Thank you very much. Uh, Matt Hodges says, I'm a class one driver now, and to be completely honest, if I ever make the uh, the leap to run myself, I'd get a van. And if, very big if, I was successful, I'd start to run trucks, but I wouldn't be driving them themselves. The thing about this, Matt, is I actually like driving trucks. I mean, I know it's not a real truck. I look at the guys in the sort of class ones and thinking, you see, that's a real lorry. I'm just like, you know, like when you've got your dad driving the car and you've got the kids sitting next to him with the plastic steering wheel, I kind of feel a bit like that. Um, whether I'll ever get class one, I don't know. But I am going for my class two. As soon as everything springs up, I'm going for my class two. But I don't, I actually enjoy, I, I, I've got, um, I, I kind of like the solitude, just me on my own, get the odd phone call, like, you know. But I've um, got my radio, I like my radio, and I've got the open road. I don't like traffic jams. I hate traffic jams, but I don't get too many of those. But if it's a nice day and sometimes it's beautiful countryside, and as opposed to when you're successful, you can move out of the truck and sit in an office. I don't want to sit in an office. I spent a year working in an office. I hated it. Um, I could potentially do a bit of time in the office, maybe a bit of time in the yard. I like driving four trucks. They're fun. Um, and maybe, you know, just... I don't know where my future lies. I really don't. But... I, I actually like driving a lorry, and I kind of miss it. You know, I kind of feel there might be a situation if we can get 
They're on three lorries at the moment. If we could jump up to six, maybe I'd be in a situation where maybe I'd have to do a bit of yard work. And if a driver goes sick or on holiday, I could jump in and cover him. I don't know what the future holds. But I will keep you informed, I'll tell you. Um, yeah, so Steve Campbell, he says he's watching from the cab of uh, a Mercedes Arcross 254, 2545 unit uh, while waiting on the bay at Asda in Scamsdale. He says, on day three of the new job tramping, I miss driving a van. Um, I've been waiting here since, um, I think you got about eight o'clock. Still not on a bay. I don't like the waiting. The waiting is horrible. The only thing, I, yeah, I hate the waiting. It's kind of different if you're getting paid waiting time, but even then it's horrible. The one thing I do have is I've got a computer. And if I know that I'm going to be waiting a long time, and I've done this before, I just take the computer out and start writing, because that's my hobby. I'll go, well, you know, I'm just going to, I'm going to try and use this time to do something I want to do. But when it's dead time, it, I, don't, I hate the dead time myself, like, you know, so um, I get that. Maybe, Steve, time to jump back in the van again. Um, and I also did one this week on uh, terms and conditions, you know, sort of whose terms and conditions actually override everybody else's. Um, Steve at STC Services says, um, if they call you to do a job, it's your terms. If you bid or call them, it's their terms, I believe. The problem with that is what if you e-quote and then they book you? Or what if you ring them and say you give you a quote? It's just not the, the long and the short of it is, at the end of the day, it's... It's a negotiation, and everybody puts down their terms and conditions, but because every single situation is completely different. I had a job uh, this week, and I was in Derby, and a job pinged up. It's picking up four pallets, and it was an hour and a half. It was like Stoke. It was an hour and a half further north, but they had to go back to Watford. And I was running out of time and all that kind of stuff, but I'd, I'd done it. I thought, I'll just about squeeze that one in. Drove all the way up to Stoke, and um, turned out the pallets had gone that morning. So I rang them up. This is on your cancellation fee. And she said, what's your cancellation fee? I said, in the nicest possible way, I've done the job. I've driven an hour and a half in the wrong direction. I'm now going to have to retrace my steps, going an hour and a half back in my direction, and drive all the way down the motorway to Luton. The job was dropping off in Watford. It's, it's like another few junctions. She said, so you want the full money on the job? And I said, I'm ever so sorry. And she said, fine. You can, you can t- shippers are human beings. Talk to them, negotiate with them, be honest, tell the truth. Some of them might not be quite so forthcoming, but all you can do is be honest and hope for the best, like, you know. And the lady was very nice and she gave me the full money on the job, which meant I didn't have to drive to Watford to d- drop the pallets off. I could maybe have turned around to her and said, look, I'll give you it a little bit cheaper. But she kind of said, look, it's my mistake, I understand. At the end of the day, we're working together here, guys. Let's just try and make it work, you know. Uh, Michael Kane, he says, I don't understand where the confusion is coming from. If I book a plumber, electrician, carpenter, or whether I need to pay them the rates, uh, not negotiate. I would love to pay less. It's up to different companies to pick and choose a driver if they want the job. Oh, that it's worth so simple. <laughs> but there we go. So that's the um, questions on the videos coming. I'll try and hammer through this because I want to get it done in one. I don't like splitting it if I don't have to. So, um, right, we're on a miscellaneous now. Uh, Steve Campbell says, um, I still find Circuit to be the best out there. I've spoken to Circuit. I've given you the preempting last Sunday. I'm going to be doing some videos. They actually want me to make some videos for them now, for their site. This is just another thing that's come of me doing this um, and they also want me to do a, a blog which I guess is like this but written she says you don't have to write it uh, you can just we'll, we'll interview and we'll write it down which is handy because I never learned to write um, 
that's not true of other the books. Um, and there will be some more videos pinging up on here. I've told you guys that I get a kickback off it, but at the same time, I'm happy to endorse it because I do think it's really, really good. And with that in mind, I'm, I, I, I want to do a video of someone actually doing it. This is more aimed, not so much at the CX mob. This is more aimed at the mob that are doing like your Amazon Hermes and stuff like that. So if there's anyone out there who watches these videos, who's in the kind of Luton area, um, and wouldn't mind coming, having me with them for a day, I'll come out here with a day, do a load of video, you will be paid for your time. Um, they just want, they, they want basically someone to show how the, the app works. On, on the job, and I keep going, I'm really not your guy. I'm not Mr. Multidrop. I keep telling you I'm not Mr. Multidrop. I know a little bit about it. I've done it, but I'm not the guy. So if you're out there and you're doing a multi-drop, if you're doing a Parcel Force or the Hermes or the Amazon and you're in Luton or Dunstable in the area kind of thing, do me a favour. Leave your number in the comments, and you're up for me coming with you for a day, and I'll do a video, and you will be paid. You will have to tolerate me for a day for that. I apologise, but you will be paid for your time. So please, I'm kind of recruiting I guess is what they call it. I don't know. Um, further on the circuit thing, uh, Fernando More says, uh, Hi, P. I'm a multi-drop driver for HMP. I don't know what that is. And I use circuit every day. It's a game changer. I've decided to give it a go after watching your videos and I won't change. Thank you, because that at least gives me some kind of... Um, feedback in the fact that I, I've looked at it. I think it's great, but I don't use it. But if other people are using it and saying, yes, it is great, at least that's some kind of backup I've got, right? you know? So, And Seb Hawkins says, work for Amazon in the first lockdown. Now I've been working for Homies for the last six months. Much prefer Hermes um, for myself as I have a nice area around me. It works well for him. Um, he said he had a phone call with me on Tuesday. Yeah, we probably had that chat. It kind of blurs into one. Sorry, I'm getting old Alzheimer's. Uh, looking to be joining the CX soon as the multi-drop isn't cutting anymore. If you are on a multi-drop, try and check that circuit thing out. I will do a link. Um, but yeah, like I say, I'm not going to go too overboard with it. You'll just get a few more mentions because they are, you know, they're on my side. But at the same time, I would like to do something picking it up a little bit so if you're in the Luton area and you're, you're kind of a multi-drop guy and you fancy getting on one of these videos please leave your number in the comments and maybe I'll give you a bell and maybe we can get something sorted right that's that over there um domain name guy says ah yes allegedly the city of Bath now charges for vehicles if vehicles have high emissions yes that's a bit random isn't it really in the fact that as far as I can work out in the entire country there is now a low emission zone in London and Bath. Not London and Manchester and Newcastle and Leeds and Sheffield. London and Bath. It's a bit like the people of Bath have gone, we don't want so many trucks. Also, I think there's one in Birmingham. But it's cheaper. The London one is 100 quid for a truck. Bath is 100 quid for a truck. Um, Birmingham is 50 quid. What I would say, I mean, be wary if you're in a lorry and you're quoting jobs into Bath. If And also when you type it into Waze. Because that's how I've done it. I had a job coming, I was, I was going somewhere. It took me through Bath and there was this thing that said LEZ in grey on Waze. And I'm like, what's that? So I Googled it and it's like, no, you don't have to pay a drive through. So I went round it. Took me another 15 minutes, Mike, paying 100 quid. So yeah, be wary, guys. There is a low emission zone in Bath. Um... Right, Donnie Dalton says new generation couriers logistics limited CX number one five one nine nine six have gone into administration. If you've done work for them, you might want to jump on that. Thanks for the heads up, my friend. Um, Andy Angam 
says uh, it'd be interested in people's views on on using the new Vivaro E with the longer range. How restrictive would it be um, against the cost of charge? I don't understand. So if if you guys know anything about the Vivaro E, please leave some comments for Andy. Or if not, I'll just leave them and I'll just bang them out again next Sunday as I have a tendency to do. Um, Johnny Van Courier says, Hello Pete, you're right about small vans. Now I've done one, you know, small vans. Not everyone does it their way. I like lorries, some people like Lutons. Daniel is a, well, was a big fan of Lou and Curtis size, but he's jumping into trucks now. My trust, mind you. I don't, he's lovely. I don't care. Um, some people, the Uncle Albert's just like driving around in a small van. He says, um, I've done 550 miles yesterday in my Peugeot partner diesel, cost, uh, and the diesel cost me 50 quid after I reclaimed the van. I went from Maidstone to Norfolk and then to Harrogate, um, arrived at quarter past four. Um, he said, but I've been too high on some backloads. Quarter past four, you're going to be lucky to get a backload. He said, rookie mistake. Um, but he said, I've got 220 for the day, £25 in diesel. Had to run back empty, so that's another £25. Um, but got back in time to have dinner and a glass or two with a lovely wife. It's all win-win. Not mega money, but as you rightly say, it's a second business and I'm utilising otherwise dead time for a van and myself. Going to try bouncing around London for the next day. See how it gets on, see how it stacks up against the long run. Lights channel, uh, thanks for the info. Johnny VC, mate, let me know how the London thing went. Everybody does it their way. Some people, well, we've done one recently on this one. You do the hop, or you do the triangle, or you do, um, I call it the bounce, or the corridor, or you do the long distance. Everyone does it their way. Some people tramp. Some people go out at like 10 o'clock in the morning, get home at 2, they're happy. It's a bit of pocket money. And you do you. I, I, I tell you what I do, but ultimately there's a million people out there doing it completely differently, very happily. You do you. Um, Steve Gamble. Oh, he said something about um, the tacos fitted. He says, he says cause it's to do with towing. This taco thing in vans is to do with towing. He says... Um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, he, said, um, he didn't mind, and he also said, so yeah. I think if you're towing a vehicle, you need a taco, something like that. Um, he said, I didn't mind self-tipping because you know there's that thing that if you're on site, and we've had that. Are you on rest or are you on? Um, if you're on a bay, are you on rest? Well, you're on rest if you sit in the passenger seat watching Netflix. If you're in and out the back of the lorry with the um, pallet truck, that ain't rest. That's work. So if you're tipping Aldis or Lidl's and you're in and out the back of the lorry with the pallet truck, don't put it on rest. Put it on hammers, because otherwise when you pull out and the DVSA is sitting there in front of you, they're going to have you for um, Yeah, he said, I used to do self-tipping. He said, the stressful part was going into stores where the loading bays are accessed via the car park. Um, he said, I'm starting at Hawthorne's on Class 1 tomorrow night, heading for Costco, Stevenage, my first drop. Good luck, my friend. I hope it goes well. Um, in fact, that might actually relate to something that you said later on because I've put them in order. So I hope you're doing the right result. I think he wants to get back in the van. It's your call, mate. <laughs> it's your call. Um, Fernando Moreira says, I heard someone say that you can't use your no-claims bonus for a private car to transfer it to commercial van. That's not actually true. And then the main name guy, no, then Longfinger came in, so I don't really read the things, but I did get this one. He says you can mirror your no-claims bonus. He says, no, you can't mirror it. You have to cancel it. I don't know how it works. I would say ring various different um, career companies. We use Business Choice Direct, give them a bell. So can I use my car's no-claims bonus on the van? If some say yes and some say no, and you've got quite a big no-claims bonus in your car and it give you quite a savings, go with the ones that say yes. I don't know which ones they were. If I did, I would tell you, but I don't. All I can do, once again, as always, is wish you the best of luck. Um, 
domain name guy says, allegedly you can do your driver's CPC online. Yes, you can. I did my driver's CCP online last year. I did it with a firm. You can follow the link to the website or you can go to the end screen. They don't give me no money, but they were very good. There are ones out there that were slightly um, slightly cheaper. I trust this firm. They do all the, the ins and outs. You might save 10, 15 quid going with someone else. Like I say, follow the link at the end to the website. If you want to do your driver's CPC online, I recommend them. If I get paid, I get paid. I tell you, I don't get paid off this one. But also, I found a firm that's going to, my mate at the top of the road, I think I found someone who's going to do straps. I want. I said I'll make him a video, and um, if anything comes of it, I want to drink further on down the line. He just can't see anything in it. But he's um, he's a mate. He's more of an acquaintance than a mate. Um, but I think I found someone who does like the two-ton straps, the five-ton straps, and all that kind of stuff. So that might be coming. If it helps, great. That's just the way I look at. Uh, Matthew McDonald. That's a hell of a gaff you got there, mate. My missus said there's too much wood, but I love it. I have done a video about the house, explaining it all. I will stick it out sometime. I just don't want to be flash about it. I've tried to be honest, as always. But I will do the explanatory video about, you know, how it came about and all that. So, but thank you very much. It's very kind thing to say. I'm a very lucky man to have it. Um, and um, Marcelo Tassella says... Um, Hi Pete, do you know if Amazon Relay accepts long wheelbase or Luton vans? Thanks, great videos man, greetings from Spain. Hola, gracias. Uh, yes, they do do Luton vans. I don't know about long wheelbase, I'm sure they do, but I have been in Amazon several times on the Relay app via other people, which I know they're not supposed to repost the jobs, but they do. Um, and... It's quite nice when you're in a Luton in fairness because if you're in a bit if you're in a club, if you're in like a six axle, they're gonna stick you on a bay. You turn up in a Luton, they go up the ramp. And you tend to be in and out an awful lot quicker if you're in a Luton. It's not quite so scary. So when it comes in and it says Amazon, you don't go, oh. you kinda of think, Okay, well I can jump in and out there, you know. So but yes, the, the short answer is just they do. Um Joseph Wedlock, he says, how much was the fuel on that run? That was when I did the run when I was doing the flowers, back for better HBC. That was fun, first day. Out there with torches trying to work out what was going where. I can't remember, mate. Um, it was two, three years ago now. I think I've probably done about three quarters of a tank, so you're probably looking about 75 quid. But, um, yeah, that, that's, yeah, it was a long time ago. Uh, Gareth Williams says, Hi Pete, thanks for all the videos. I've started on the CX, was wondering on quoting for short jobs like 10, 5 to 20 miles. Do you have a CX minimum charge? Do shippers have a minimum charge? I can't quote £4.50 on a 5 mile job. I have a medium wheelbase, 3 metres. I would put 3 metres at long wheelbase. People disagree. And if you want to wear on a side of caution, that's wise. But you can always throw it in my mind. Three metres, three meters is kind of because different firms of vans give different classifications. As it is, Steve SDC replied in the comments. I agree with him. You're looking at a minimum on a loop of, on a small van about twenty twenty five pound, probably twenty five pound, going up to about four in a long wheelbase. But yeah, you you don't if the job says two miles and you're charging them four pound fifty a mile, you're not going to charge them nine pound for the job. That just doesn't make sense. Um, Dean ninety fifty says hi Pete. Um, hope you're well. A couple of questions. I have a class two license. Is there much work for seven to eighteen to twelve to eighteen ton lorry work? Also, do you 
how or do you know much about running costs of these weights? Um, I personally think the bigger lorries are better better to drive as you're so high up. I agree, I much prefer driving a truck. Um, if there is much work considering purchasing a DAF, 12 to 18 tonne, that's 12 tonne, that's a payload of 6.5 tonne. Cheers, Jeff. Um, yes, there isn't as much lorry work on the CX as there is van work, but there's an awful lot less people in lorries than there is vans. And I've said this before, we should all be driving 18-tonne trucks. Don't mess around with a 12-tonne, there's no point. They cost the same as 18 tonnes. What you want is an 18-tonne DAF double curtain side with a tuck under towel. If that covers 80% of the lorry work, maybe 90% of the lorry work that's on the CX. But, and I keep saying this, and it's not because I'm running trucks now, it's involved the reason why people jump in vans is you can buy a van and you can go to work the next day. If you want to get a lorry, you're taking it about your operator's license. Daniel's gone for his operator's license. And he kind of says, well, the um, the advert's going to be up in three weeks' time. So will I get I went, no, Daniel, mate. It goes on and on and on. And you've got to do this and you've got to do that. And there's the maintenance. It's worth it. It is certainly worth it. But it's work. So just prepare yourself for the fact it isn't going to be like, I've got a van, I can go to work, I can do a load of deliveries, I can come home, I can switch off. My Saturdays are gone now. My Saturdays, I'm up there now, um, I'm seeing the mechanic, I'm doing the driver's cards, I'm doing the PODs, I'm doing the overtime. They've got, and then I spend the afternoon doing this. This is Saturday. It's now quarter past three. I started doing this at one o'clock. But that's fine. That's okay. Because I like the sound of my own voice. Um, and I like to help people, and I get some dough. Three reasons. There you go. Uh, but, yeah, if you want to go for it, oh, I did this earlier on. We did mention this. Uh, what I would recommend is start in a Lumen van. If you like it in a Lumen van, within three months, six months, switch to trucks. Get involved. Or you can actually make the switch to trucks while you're in the van. You can start applying for your operator's licence while you're in the van. And that way, you can buy the truck while you're in the van. If you want, I wouldn't even do that. Actually. You've got to park it somewhere. Um... But when you when you know it's coming, you can just ping over and you'll get the experience of how to run on the CX in the van, which means when you're running the lorry, it's the same thing. Pretty much, in fact, it's easier. Yeah, they tend to be bigger loading areas, forked on, forked off. It's easier running a truck near a van, but it's involved. So I would not take the risk. I would try the van first. And if you like it, jump in the lorry. But at the end of the day, as I always say, you do you. And finally, Koshi... Katak says, Hi Pete, are you still on the CX? How's it going? Uh, yes, I am on the CX. It's kind of the H6 now, and I think that hopefully has answered your question. So finally, today, um, C11Yan says, I think all shippers should dress also dress like Dr. No. Absolutely, with a scar down their face and a Persian cat. Hmm, two pound of mile, Mr. Bond. Um, and Ian Merrick has explained, he says, um, Pete, the STEMnet ambassadors are volunteers who prov uh, promote science and technology in schools. He said, I was once supported um, an event dedicated to careers in space. I was wanted to be an astronaut. I've done, but then I got Gideon a glider, so that's probably not a good idea. Um, each volunteer was assigned a group of students. When my lot presented back and I asked, what happens if we take our helmets off in space? They all said in unison, our brains get sucked out through our ears and nose, sir. Fantastic. Maybe not take your helmet off then. So that's it. That's me done for another week. I will, like I say, I will do one on the CX questions. Um, thank you very much for your responses, but we're on 34 minutes now, and it drags on. Um, and in the meantime... 
seems to be getting back to normal again. Seems to be getting a little bit busier out there. So fingers crossed that we can all take care and take money. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.